0: Yep. Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. I'm Paul, and today it is part two of Revenge of the Fallen,
1: and we're gonna jump right into it. We left off with Optimus dying eh, because he's totally dead for real, for sure. He's, yep. uh, but we have uh, we're in Me- New York now, and Starscream and Megatron meet atop a building.
0: Yeah, Megatron's just laying into him. Oh, well, you're so friggin' useless, and he's beating him with one of his own arms. Yeah, he- <laughs> that he lost in that fight, and because he's a tank, he has like
1: on his feet now there's a neat thing where he like slams his foot into uh starscream's chest and just like grinds on it optimus did the same thing in prime though do you remember when he kind of put his shin to megatron's face yeah yeah um starscream can't find sam and uh megatron is pissed so Soundwave, then we go up to Soundwave,
0: and he announces to the decepticons it is time Mm -hmm. no more robots in disguise shit we're gonna get the humans to bring sam to us and uh, in space a bunch of meteoroids come flying towards earth and meanwhile in paris in a completely unnecessary scene the witwickies are having escargot for the first time and it, it's they're like oh it's horrible and it's, it's actually just salty and rubbery if you've never had it it's, and yeah, ron's having a budweiser like because when you go to a fancy restaurant in paris you order a budweiser right like
1: that's, that's because that's who they got
0: advertising money from but then soundwave calls judy's phone i guess yeah and he says something about how Oh, i forget what he says now but she's like i don't like your creepy perverted mouth breathing and hangs up so uh then these decepticon shells come in
1: uh first they hit an aircraft carrier and destroy it mm-hmm. and so like any destruction two thousand people movie, great. dead or
0: paralyzed yeah totally you know, dead
1: then the other
0: shells land in paris and cause a bunch of destruction there mm-hmm. and back at sea the decepticons are clinging to the sinking halves of this aircraft carrier and the fallen is one of them
1: yeah and he mentions that revenge is mine uh and
0: then ron and judy get grabbed by some decepticon in paris yeah i guess kinda. And then we're switching back again now we're at the pentagon and the media knows the aircraft carrier was attacked but uh, the army knows what hit it came from outside the earth's atmosphere and this wasn't a terrorist attack like everybody thinks do
1: you know what we really didn't mention uh be, just because the the fallen was talking here and we didn't mention it before the fallen is voiced by tony todd oh, and fuck. tony todd was the voice of dreadwing in prime yeah so there's that
0: he he once asked you where the mustard
1: is (laughs) he once asked me where the mustard is and i almost shit my pants but yeah then we go to uh megatron and they uh he grabs like a couple antennas i guess
0: yeah he's in times square and i guess it's uh, the fallen he hacks into every tv station on earth and introduces himself to humans and hand over this boy or else i'm gonna blow some more shit up and now there's news reports of all the damage and death and uh, apparently the FBI and the CIA and every other agency is looking for Sam.
1: Yeah, we have a long montage of Sam looking forlorn as he's learning this news. And oh, and Leo's on the news with him. So basically, uh, they're, they're tr- like Leo's watching all this news on his phone.
0: Yep. And, and realizes, hey, we're fugitives now, man. But Sam grabs his phone and smashes it. He's like, that thing's what's fucking tracking you, man. Don't worry. <laughs> and And then here's another scene. I just checked out of Uh, it's skids and mudflapping and Corey and trevor they say a bunch of stupid shit yeah they
1: they show up and this is the first time we see them in robot form of their new vehicle modes and it's it is even worse than last time they're they're offensive uh but The long and short of what happens here is that Leo wants to leave, and Sam's like, "Then fucking do it." But hey, you said you love these conspiracies so much. Now you're in one. So either
0: leave or shut up. You wanted aliens, bud. Well, here you go. Yeah, you're in it, (laughs) and Back at the military base, a helicopter just drops Optimus's body from like fifty feet in the air onto the runway. Like you could have set him down a little more gently, but. Uh, the other Autobots arrive, and then a whole bunch of army vehicles surround them.
1: Yeah, they, and all the Autobots pull their weapons. Ironhide gets really testy. This is a big tense standoff. And then Lennox is ordering humans to lower their weapons, when,
0: of course, Galloway gets out of a Humvee, and he disbands Nest. Yep, it's been shut down, president's orders, and they're going to take the fight to the Decepticons, them goddamn selves, and put an end to this because it's long overdue. And Ratchet's like, man, you're an idiot. It's not that simple. Although I do like one line, Hep says here is like, "Yeah, I don't like that guy. He's an asshole." <laughs> Just what he said. <laughs> he he does have. There's not really any
1: one-liners, but if there were, Tyrese has them all.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah uh, so sure. the
1: NSA. Oh, and we learned that the NSA is maybe considering handing over Sam.
0: Yeah, and uh, back with Sam, uh, Michaela tells him, "Look, there's nothing you could have done to prevent Optimus from being killed." And even bumblebee's telling him the same thing like roundabout ways of doing it but like changing stations and everything but sam's like you know what i'm just gonna turn myself in that that'll put an end to this no but then suddenly sam for some reason has an idea what if we just figure out what the glyphs mean yeah so he asks cory and trevor if they can read cybertronian and they're like man that's some old school shit right there like we, we know what it is but no we can't read it but they they recognize that it is ancient Cybertronian
1: and then suddenly for some reason Leo is just back on the team and he's up you know he's in with it all and he
0: he says I know the person who'd do this robo warrior yeah the guy that runs the the rival conspiracy not website and uh this guy's front is a deli i guess and uh leo goes in first and the guy behind the counter is fucking agent simmons yeah
1: and he's just well leo walks in slinks around then just walks up to him he's like hey you robo warriors like never heard the name they have a little bit of a back and forth it this is john truturo is uh, until later in this movie every here's this movie has an arc and it is at the very beginning it's eye-catching and interesting and then everything c- collapses. it be it the movie as a whole scene by scene character performances but at the very beginning John Turturro is delightful to watch and as oh, yeah. it goes on by the time he's talking about transformer balls oh yeah um,
0: that was checked the, out because that's common but uh Leo introduces himself and uh as the guy that owns whatever website it was. And Simmons like, Oh, you run that piece of shit blog with the game boy level security. And then Sam walks in and they immediately recognize each other. Yeah. It turns out Sam was the case that closed sector
1: seven quote unquote. And Simmons does not like him, but he, he shuts the whole store down, kicks everybody out. And then, um, there's, this is just John Turturro improvising and it's enjoyable as hell to watch. Mm. Enjoy it now because eventually it's annoying. Yeah. But he, once Sam tells him about the glyphs, Totoro's
0: all in and he says, let me bring you to my secret lair. Yep. So he takes them into this secret bunker in this deli. Like the, the government would really let a guy that had that level of former security clearance just work in a fucking deli. Like, you'd find another I use for him. But know. anyway, he takes them down into the secret bunker and he took everything that wasn't nailed down when they fired him I guess and he tells them that the Transformers have been on Earth for a long time and uh, just like that episode of Prime like their symbols are hidden all over the place in plain sight
1: except we know all of this as the audience he's just repeating things that we already know and I get that the characters have to learn it yeah but he is then don't tell us early on like have some mystery to it you're just repeating exposition here but then Sam tells Simmons well I know that they're looking for an energy John's source uh
0: what if the glyphs are a map yeah and Will simmons is like didn't you ask the autobots and but apparently because the supply predates the autobot arrival on earth they wouldn't know anything about it. it it was really i couldn't understand the reason why but they need to talk to a decepticon to get to the bottom of this do you know what and the reason what? Pa- is paul the reason is for some reason. <laughs> and for some reason, uh, Michaela still has the truck butt thing in in the box she put it in and they, they brought it with for some reason. And um, she gets that thing up and, and now she's got it on a fucking chain and its hands are bound. And it's like, if you're a good boy, I won't burn your other eye out to... Tell me what I want to know.
1: Yeah, their their whole thing is weirdly dominant and sadistic. But yes. uh, what it tells them, he tells them, is that, that what they're looking at is the language of the primes. He can't read it, but he knows who can. Seekers.
0: Yes, and and, and he knows where apparently these guys are, even though they've been here for thousands of years and they don't move. Uh, and so he just projects their locations onto a map on the wall with these green lasers. And one of them is the Smithsonian. Yeah, it's in Washington. So they head there and... Outside in the parking lot, again, it's the ridiculous scene of Simmons getting his clothes off, and he's wearing a fucking jockstrap for some reason.
1: Yeah, Uh, and then to top that off, this the whole break-in scene just didn't make any sense. So we immediately go to Leo just walking out of the washroom with his pants around his ankles, going, "Oh, I've some toilet paper. I've some toilet paper." Just like acting really stupid. Yeah.
0: And I get that he's being a distraction, but. Yeah, and the guards are like, sir, this is like a family museum and you're a grown man with his pants off, like you're going to have to do something. And uh, Simmons disguises himself as a mannequin, basically, and tases a passing guard. And then we go back to Leo, who's, I guess, in the washroom, and the guard reaches over to give
1: him toilet paper, and he tases the guard's
0: wrist. Yeah, and the, when he comes out of the stall, he didn't pull his pants up yet, so he trips well, uh, and lands on the taser, too. Tases his own gut. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. So it's and... okay. Then this is what really didn't make sense to me. Then we just
1: cut to Sam and Michaela ca- crawling out of, like, the air intake ducts of a jet fighter.
0: Yes, I guess they got in when the place was open and waited until it was closed, I guess. Okay must be what happened all because. right
1: i guess anyway they're there now um for some reason um and then simmons gets into the washroom and leo's you know
0: spazzing out so he just like <laughs> drags him out by his arm or leg that's <laughs> yeah, so, like how many times can you get tased in the nuts before you can't have kids yeah and Simmons like you are such a friggin amateur but uh back with sam and michaela he gets the cube shard out and simmons starts looking around with the pke meter and uh one of these planes here is the secret they're looking for
1: and michaela i can't remember why but it doesn't really matter why is for some reason michaela opens up the box and lets the little rc yeah uh, transformer in truck mode so we can save some money on the budget here um and they they let him lead them to an sr-71 spy plane
0: yeah which is not I mean, it's from the 60s, but it's not that old when you consider what this thing turns into in a minute, because the shard comes flying out of the tongs Sam's holding it with because he doesn't want to touch it anymore, and this Transformer comes to life, and... Michaela sees the Decepticon logo and she's like, "It's a Decepticon." And they just start running. Yeah, and he's as immediately it transforms.
1: like a grumpy Decepticon, I guess, cuz he just starts
0: grumbling yes. and then just rips open the door, marches out of the hangar, and they start chasing after him. Yeah, and it, it talks with an accent, it has a cane. It kind of reminded me of like the the really old chicken and Chicken Run, like that kind <laughs> of a character. And he mentions his name is Jetfire and uh mm-hmm. they get outside and it's basically a yard full of air dare- derelict planes and they catch up to him but like he doesn't even remember what planet he's on or why he's there and he's like what about that robot civil war is that still a thing
1: yeah they 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 talk for a bit and then the height of comedy he farts a parachute um but what it turns out that he he had been a decepticon but he changed sides which is a thing and then the little rc bot goes Oh, cool! I can let me hump Megan Fox's leg. Yes,
0: he immediately tells Michaela, th- th- his warrior princess, whatever he calls her, "I'll be your uh, good, obedient Autobot." And they yeah, he starts humping her leg.
1: So Sam draws a bunch of these glyphs for Jetfire, uh, and he recognizes them right away.
0: He knows the Fallen. He knows. Uh, he knows everything, and he knows exactly where they have to go. In this rant that he starts going on, though, because he's having a total fucking meltdown right yeah. here. He's like, he tells them, "My father was a wheel, the first wheel," and you know what he transforms into nothing
1: it's like, it was a good <laughs> line, but it, like me.
0: it makes no sense <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh sam says look we can help each other i know things you don't know you know things i don't know and, know and yeah this is where he starts can... carving the symbols on the ground and jetfire recognizes them and he's like oh yeah that was our original plan uh to come here and uh he tells them all right stay still or you're gonna die and he opens a space bridge to the middle of the desert
1: i did like the how this worked where we cut to the desert and like there's a puff of dust and sand and people just come flying out of it again they're cartoons they can't get hurt yes. but they uh they all end up in the desert and there's some you know stumbling around but everybody regroups yeah and uh the f- um i was gonna call him the fallen but jet fire Tells them that there's a machine hidden in the desert that
0: harvests energon by destroying suns. Yes, that's what they were going to do, but... The original Primes had rules. They would not destroy a planet with life on it. So one of them, though, didn't didn't care about that. He was going to do it anyway. And from then on, they called him the Fallen.
1: Yeah, this is, yeah, a lot of exposition. We learned about the Fallen here. We learned about uh, the that the machine needs a key that is called the Matrix of Leadership, which makes no sense with the original <laughs> canon. But who cares? Because it's for some reason. Anyway, so the other Primes apparently sacrificed their bodies to seal
0: the matrix in a tomb yeah there was a battle for it but the the fallen was too powerful so as a last resort they sacrificed themselves to seal this thing away and now nobody knows where that was and if the fallen finds the machine which is still buried in this desert and then finds the Tomb of the Primes with the Matrix, well, that's it for Earth.
1: And it turns out that only a Prime can defeat the Fallen, and uh, oh, Optimus is dead, and he's totally, totally not coming back,
0: so aren't we in trouble? <laughs> yeah, because Jetfire's like, what, you, you've met a Prime? And he's like, yeah, I did, but he's dead. But then Sam wonders, okay, if the energy from the Matrix that will be used to activate the weapon, could that be used to revive Optimus? And Jetfire's like, it wasn't built for that, but... It's worth a try
1: but for some reason <laughs> yeah,
0: because it is yeah and he tells them all right so the gang heads off. follow the map in your head there sam and get that matrix before the fallen does
1: yeah he gives them like a riddle about the dad the dagger's tip the three kings will show the whatever sign the way it, and it if this is like an indiana jones portion of the movie yeah where they're trailing through the <sighs> desert like the, and simmons is uh
0: figuring this is out. also something that would only happen at certain times of year if you know how the stars anyway but there's
1: like even a bit where simmons is on the phone he's like my cia contact said that the dagger's tip is like the the head of the uh, top of the whatever the red yeah, red it's the sea. tip of the red
0: sea where we well, egypt and jordan Wiki- jordan wikipedia yeah. that
1: shit in your phone dude you don't need a cia contact <laughs> to tell you that shit
0: and Jesus now the police Christ are chasing thing. them for reasons and yeah, yeah, they hide in reason. an alleyway because, okay, that scene, there's 30 seconds they did not need. And, and Sam wants to call Lennox, but Simmons is like, man, if you call a military base, the army's going to know where you are instantly. Sam's like, that's why you're going to call them. Aha.
1: And, and I need to point out that whole police chase where they're driving like, oh, cops are on us. They get into town.
0: Then the cops aren't on them. What What's
1: the fucking point? There wasn't one. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they lost their two-star um, one at
0: level, and now they can walk right by the police, and they won't get anything. Yeah, any yeah.
1: exactly. Um,
0: so anyway, Simmons calls Lennox and tells him about the resurrection idea. Yeah, from a pay phone. And uh, he's being all sneaky with his wording, because at first he's like, I'm with the boy, and they need the truck. And he's at code name TUT, as in Tutankhamen, back of a $1 bill. And then he gives them the exact fucking coordinates. <laughs> like, <laughs> what was the point of all that? Uh-huh.
1: So we then cut to Galloway, and he sees Lennox and Epps chatting and conniving and sneaking about stuff around an airplane. He figures they're up to something. Uh, And then the gang reaches a military checkpoint.
0: Yeah, I'm guessing this is the border with Jordan, because the guards want to see passports, and the guard walks around to the passenger side, which... I don't know. Did they drive on the left in Egypt? I don't know. But uh, Simmons tells the guard... Either way, there's no steering wheel on that side of a Camaro, but he talks to Simmons, and he uh, Simmons just tells... The, he says something in Arabic first, but then he tells the guard that they're tourists from New York, and they, they want to find the dagger's tip. And I guess that's fine because the guy's like, oh yeah, New York, yeah, go Yankees. Yeah, it's 50 kilometers that way. I'm, like, uh, I'm just, gonna, okay.
1: this is a little PSA here for uh, any American listeners who have not done much uh, world traveling yet and you hope to someday, saying I'm from New York is not going to get you through and borders <laughs>
0: anyway. And uh but meanwhile though there are security cameras at this border, and the guy watching the security camera, which has identified Sam, is on the phone, and I guess Sandwave speaks Arabic because he tells the Decepticons where Sam is. And then they arrive
1: at the Wait, do they arrive at the pyramid? Oh fuck, man.
0: I've been drinking, dear listener.
1: I'm drinking a very a very yeah, strong IPA I have, and I'm I'm well into it from the last episode. <laughs> Where Yeah, are, are they camping out by out by the pyramid Yeah, now? they
0: get to this okay. building next to a pyramid and head inside, and the NEST team, it shows them flying in in their C-117s or C-17s, whatever the hell those things are called. Uh, they're six hours away, it says, there's ETA. And uh, back in Egypt, Sam and Michaela are cuddling under the stars. He yeah. still won't say it. Because reasons, like for some reason. It, it, and then
1: uh, this, oh God, be- this was the exact same beat we had earlier where Sam was like, I'm going to give myself up. No, wait a minute. Now he goes, yeah, no, I don't want to say you uh, say I love you. No, wait a minute. And he realizes something. He runs off to Simmons and Leo. Yeah. And
0: suddenly he's- a, he Finally figures it hey, out.
1: But he's just like, hey, check it out. That's Orion's belt. It's also called the Three Kings. Here's like 17 all other amazing astrology facts. Yeah, like he, suddenly one. he's fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson. And he's they figure out that all those stars are pointing at Petra.
0: Well, yeah, Petra. in September, in Egypt, Orion would be, you know, you'd be able to see it in the east. But at this time of day, those stars are so, they're not bright stars. Rigel is a bright star in Orion, but the, the belt isn't. Like, it would be higher in the sky, and it would be hard to see them with the sun coming up. And then anyway. we cut to Galloway in a plane with, I guess, a bunch of nest soldiers. Yeah, and the pilot comes on and says, um, there's been engine malfunction, a uh, Everybody needs to bail out. And uh, Lennox is like, well, boys, uh, get your shoots on. And then he just slaps a parachute on Galloway. He's like, you're familiar with these things, right? Of course you are. And then Galloway's like, wait a minute. Y- you're in on this.
1: Yeah, they, well, they, they basically, they kick him off the plane, but it's, it's just the, the film's chance to smack the antagonist around a bit. Yeah, but Lennox Lennox is like, look, you heard the pilot, man.
0: I'm just following orders, sir.
1: Yeah, there's kind of a funny scene where he's like shouting at him over the air. He's like, listen to everything I'm going to say. And then just throws off. it, Pull this, then that, then the other thing, this blue and the red. And then he's like, did you get that? He's like, I can't hear you. Okay, pull that one. And just they parachute goes out he gets yanked out of the yeah, plane goes and then it. that's it he's gone
0: yep and back at the pentagon the general gets word from lennox and now the c i a knows where sam is like they're within striking distance i guess and back where sam is it's not petra but it's that kind of a thing like you know that famous thing it's something like that
1: i i don't know if it's actual ruins of a place or they just built a because they, they kind of blow it up a bit, yeah. but not really. So I, it's always... You, I mean, it, as soon as they start blowing up walls, you're like, okay, yeah. they built that.
0: Or, or it's CG. But yeah. then
1: it's hard to tell where they actually went in the world and got a film credit. And like, okay, well, we got an Egyptian film credit. Let's film in fucking Egypt. But yeah, they get there and... Um, Oh, we have a, a scene with General Morshauer getting a written le- le- message from Lennox that yep. he wants to back
0: Simmons up. Like, Well, these guys the go inside this thing, but stuff. it's just a room on the inside. And Leo points—like, it's empty. And Leo points out, look, archaeologists have been here before. Like, they would have found something. Like, we're wasting our time. And then Corey and Trevor started arguing and fighting, and one of them— throws the other one into the wall and it cracks this mural behind sam
1: and b separates them like tosses them outside <laughs> yes. uh like fighting children uh, get but outside
0: then, <laughs> don't come in till someone's bleeding yeah
1: <laughs> but inside they find just kind of i don't
0: know just weird alien structure but it's got cybertronian glyphs all over it hmm well i thought it looked like a transformer's hand so but I, they first. get bumblebee to blast the rest of the wall down and lo and behold it's the tomb of the primes and now they have flashlights they brought along for some reason.
1: For some reason. Uh and they walk through, they see you see a couple of shots. It's again, it's Michael Bay, so it looks good. And it's these dimly lit shots of like you can see the gnarled hands of dead transformers. Mm. Uh, and they make their way through these hallways. And then, oh, there's the Matrix of Leadership just sitting out on the floor. Just right there. There. Hi. It's hi.
0: Just there. Didn't even put it on a table. And Sam picks it up, and it seems to activate for just a second, but then it just crumbles the dust. And then Simmons hears
1: Nest planes approaching, and he's like, that's the good guys! He's like, C-17, 125 <laughs> or whatever. And he runs off, and then Sam nervously collects all the dust. Like, he gets all the dust from the Matrix of Leadership into a little pouch.
0: Well, I, I wrote it down as a sock because I didn't know what it was. Oh, it was a sock, okay. And uh, Michaela's like, oh, well, it's pointless now, it's gone. But Sam's like, well, no, it, it's got to work. I know this will work. For some reason. And meanwhile, back in the air, the Autobots are on the other plane and uh, like Sideswipe and RC and all them, they're on that one and the army basically do their jump and throw prime out too with spare shoots yeah. and they land in a village and prime lands in the village well they
1: they land and they all like secure this village yeah, where prime they has landed throw the they chutes over him Optimus up with to it. cover him yeah yeah tarp whatever and uh then nest sees b approach off
0: in the distance so they set off a flare and Starscream sees that flare. Yep, found the boy, and he fires a bunch of missiles at the Autobots, and Leo starts freaking the fuck out, as you would, and they're all telling him, like, shut up, calm down, shut up, calm down, and then Simmons just tasers him. It's like, I just about had it with him in the neck yeah yeah so the
1: autobots are like weaving and bobbing and driving and dodging to uh, miss starscream's missiles and they split up Uh, or they they pull over to a place but they decide what we're going to do is split up simmons going to be a distraction so sam can go and reach optimus with the matrix dust
0: yep and uh, michaela has to get to the army even though she stays with sam the entire time and bumblebee is going to lure them off another way and uh epps uh now can see starscream flying and he's like that thing's covered in alien tattoos that ain't one of ours
1: i i feel that starscream has missed the point of transforming <laughs>
0: yes. it's to hide and blend in it's a, that so your enemy doesn't realize you're their enemy in the first movie eps even comments like that uh, a real f-22 pilot would never fly that low or or that near buildings like th- that can't be one of ours exactly so yeah. it, it, even it, the way he behaves is is not convincing but
1: at least in the first one like that's epsis tactical training overriding starscream's ignorance of human culture starscream doesn't know military uh, regulation and stuff right okay yeah uh, it's in, in this one it's like starscream I don't know, it's like a guy with a neck tattoo asking to babysit your kids you know <laughs> Like, no, it's obvious. You're a fucking psychopath. <laughs> Nothing. Sorry, I'm a steer listener. If you have a neck tattoo, right now, I'm not the nicest guy in the world with a neck tattoo is like, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exact, he's exactly. Sitting there knitting. I, I, and I apologize. I apologize. Fucking basket of kittens next to him. <laughs> um, oh, b- oh, by the way, Leo's awake for some reason. And he now just wants to join Simmons for some reason. Yeah, he's
0: all in again. This guy's kind of a man. He's. What side is he on? Everybody's.
1: Uh anyway, uh Starscream sends out like an EMP and cuts all communications with from like nobody, none of none of Nest can
0: talk to each other over radio and they can't contact home base. Yeah, and well back at home base with the general, uh Galloway gives the general a call and uh, the general wants to know how this guy can get a hold of me from some payphone in the middle of nowhere in Egypt, but I can't reach my own troops. And uh, he's like, all right, get the Jordanian Air Force involved and get Egypt on the phone. We need to put some birds in the air over their airspace. So make some phone calls. Yeah.
1: And Lennox uh, has his team set up like a flaming SOS in the sand, um, then fire off a couple of flares, which Sam and Michaela see
0: from a few uh, uh, kilometers away. Yeah. And Simmons, meanwhile, is just he's driving skids now. Yeah. So I guess he's doing it manually. And he's doing like the one man against the world. what script the line is. He, he
1: said it a couple of times now. And Leo's like, shut up. And you're not alone. I'm yeah, with you right here. Every once in a while, every once in a while, there are good lines in this movie. Like that was, that was kind of funny. But by this point, Simmons has worn out his welcome for me. Mm. And I want to throw
0: Leo off a bridge, but that was a good line. But uh, they stop at a quarry or something near one of these pyramids, and then Megatron flies in and lands on the pyramid, and Starscream joins them and tells them the Autobots brought Prime's body with them, and Megatron realizes that means Sam must have the Matrix, guess he put that all together yeah and megatron
1: basically says autobots attack or uh, decepticons attack or whatever and right away on cue a bunch of those pods from space yes. lands so, like were they just orbiting like how did they get there that fast <laughs> yeah. for some reason
0: and uh, they start moving in and Lennox explains the plan to the troops and the Autobots. And then I thought it was Ironhide at first, but I guess it's Sideswipe. He moves out with the the flanking team. And then back with Simmons, a bunch of construction vehicles arrive. And like, well, we know what this means. Yep. They transform. And this was this is a neat take on Devastator.
1: Yeah. I, I kind of like it. I, I don't like it as much as G1. I love, love G1 Devastator. Oh, yeah. But it's it, it's it's kind of neat and he's he's a he's like a monster he's more
0: like a king um like a godzilla than yeah he is a devastating and it moves on four limbs right i yep. hesitate to call them legs because it's just construction vehicles but yeah it actually walks on all fours uh, meanwhile back with Sam and Michaela they hide in a house that nobody's in I guess and uh, he assures her you know what don't this is gonna work don't worry calm down and, and there's
1: this is just this was over the top this Michael is a Bay weird where, like, scene yeah yeah Sam like pulls I looked like a sword but he pulls something out of the wall and there's a yeah, hole. It's like a rapier yeah yeah and there's a hole he looks through and it's just I mean you've seen it this a hundred times in movies where the camera goes through the tiny hole in the wall and outside it's a different scene where the Decepticons ripping roofs off and shooting stuff up and looking for Sam and Michaela. And the camera pans around and comes around and then goes through another hole in the wall. Yeah, it comes really, through the keyhole in
0: the door. Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: it. But they're really poorly done. They're just they there's a couple moments in this movie, a few shots of Transformers, this shot in particular, where it just looks like the shot was rushed or they didn't have the budget for that or what. But um this was one of the shots I actually didn't like. I thought this looked stupid. Either way, suddenly the Decepticons
0: have bugs yeah it's like a b-sized decepticon flies in through the hole in the wall near where sam is standing and sam pulls it out and rips its head off but then immediately Starscream rips the roof of the house off. I will give the movie credit for this. As
1: I was watching it, right? My notes, he, he like catches the bug and I was like, oh, come on. Don't they just like, and rips the head off. And I was like, don't they communicate, you know, like over radio or whatever. <laughs> and then the roof gets ripped off. Touche, like, touche movie.
0: Yeah. You win this round. They make a run for it and they're running across the rooftops and jumping and dodging explosions. And apparently they have half a mile to go to get to the army. Yeah. Big action scene. Uh, and then Devastator apparently is also
1: vaccinated. <laughs> cleaner
0: yeah he's something because he starts sucking everything in everything and, uh, everybody starts to try and run for it and then mudflap gets sucked in and uh skids is like he dead he got so ate <laughs> uh, sorry uh, paul i think you mean trevor oh yeah it's one of them <laughs>
1: Trevor gets sucked in. He got um, and, yeah, yeah. I kind of like that Corey was like, yeah, like, he's dead. He's dead. And, and almost didn't care. Yes. But um, then as uh, he, so uh, Devastator calms down for a bit and Simmons figures, hey, the safest place is underneath him, which kind of makes sense. Yeah, because I guess he can't see below him. Well, but he could totally stomp on you anyway, or just sit down yeah <laughs> really really anyway uh they all start running for devastator and as they do trevor
0: starts punching his way out of devastator's <laughs> face it comes out his neck and but just starts faces l- this movie lacing into him in, in the face and then uh cory i guess i have down skids but cory climbs a crane and fires a grappling hook that mud flap trevor grabs onto and then but that it's just wacky hijinks again they go flying everywhere in this
1: thing and oh the wackiest of hijinks
0: and back uh with sam and michaela starscream sees them and uh he tells rampage who we haven't seen yet to spring the trap but it turns out rampage who was another construction vehicle is the decepticon that grabbed sam's parents in paris yeah he's now they're here
1: he's a bulldozer now i think it's it's weird to see because he's shot really weird um i'm guessing a lot of green screen and like just a lot of effects of getting ron and judy into this shot who knows but anyway it kind of looks weird but somehow we get ron and judy dumped into egypt
0: and then rampage is a bulldozer who transforms and starts chasing them yeah and they run for sam but uh, he stops them and sam Like, sees his parents in danger, and he's like, all right, I I give up. And uh, he tells Rampage, look, you you want this, right? And he holds up the bag with the dust in it. And the Decepticons need me for the information in my head. And suddenly behind him, he notices Bumblebee taking cover. So he, he keeps distracting Rampage long enough for Bumblebee to climb the building and just jump on him.
1: And these two start going at it. Again, the fights in this movie, this was a pretty decent one. Optimus has all the best ones, Mm. but this is a pretty good one. Uh, They they go at it for a while, and as they're going at it, Ravage starts slinking around
0: the sides of this fight behind uh, walls, and he opens fire on B. Well, and then he pounces on Bumblebee's head, but Bumblebee does, I wrote it down, is the reverse of Sub-Zero's fatality from the first Mortal Kombat game. (laughs) It is! Because he rips his... Ravages spine out by his tail. <laughs> it's like oh my god and again with the goo like the spine is covered
1: in like this green slimy liquid mm. uh, so we go to uh, Ron Judy Sam and Michaela running through the ruins of this Egyptian wherever they are yeah um, and Sam <laughs> there's
0: explosions and chickens going flying
1: yeah. everywhere <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Bumblebee uh, shows up and Sam tells B hey get my parents out of here and then Ron and Sam have this very emotional and undeserved scene yeah. of
0: like you're my son I I can't let you go. We go together. And We're Sam's like, family. Dad, you've got to let me go. Because it's kind of like they're flipping it around from the first oh, where totally. she's all sad that he's going to college. And But even Judy's like, Ron, let him go. Like, he's got to go. But Michaela won't leave without him. And there's no argument there. So, OK. So we go back over to Nest and they're fighting a bunch of Decepticons. And the Jordanians show up via helicopter and get shot down right away. And immediately. Like, it's over before it even starts. And one of them crashes in the quarry that devastator is now climbing out of and uh they're all alive they're, they're banged up but they're alive and simmons manages to get a radio from them
1: yeah that was the entire purpose that the jordanians served in this movie yes. die so that an american can grab
0: a radio and uh he, he, but he he tells leo yeah this is my moment yeah it's his time to shine and meanwhile with uh, the army uh there's a predator drone flying in and it's got a visual and then uh, the general realizes oh shit this is just like last time. Send." all the planes and it just shows like planes taking off aircraft carriers. Then like GI Joe fucking hovercrafts coming in with, tanks on them
1: oh yeah it's it, everybody's immediately uh mobilized and and uh, they'll be there in 20 seconds but yes. the Autobots then find uh Sam and the Decepticons are, like we get right into a fight with the Autobots and the Decepticons yeah over Sam. and
0: RC and her twin sisters they find him but they get taken out by Decepticons I guess and Ironhide tells Sam run for the pillars and Meanwhile, back with Devastator, he's climbing this pyramid now, and he's tearing into it, and Simmons realizes, oh, that machine must be inside that thing, and this ain't happening on my watch, no, sir. (laughs) You
1: know what? I was just completely distracted in my head about, like, a moon racer, and then moon raker, moon river joke, like R.C. and her twin sisters, moon river, moon raker. (laughs) Eh? All right.
0: (laughs) Anyway, Simmons starts to climb the pyramid. Yeah, and uh, he radios into a guy... Uh, apparently, he knows exactly what frequency to radio into to get the phone on the bridge of an aircraft carrier that the captain answers, yeah, who oh. is wearing an army colonel's insignia, by the way. And uh, he says, yeah, I'm the captain of this here boat. And uh, who is this? Who is this? He keeps asking, who is this? Who is these? And uh, <laughs> Simmons is like, never mind who tells him who he is. He's like, are you going to quit being an idiot and listen to me so you can save a gazillion lives? And the captain's like, I'm listening.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, so Simmons tells him, he's like, I know about your railgun. And the guy's like, that's classified. And, yes! and it's late, later on, we see it right out on the deck and it's in the open. Yeah. And it looks like uh, you would imagine a railgun would like look like something off so, a Star Destroyer. <laughs> yeah. Everybody would know about this thing. It'd be all over Twitter. Anyway, he uh, he says, I want you to use the railgun at this location. And the c- Captain General Colonel agrees. Yep. And then um, backup arrives for all ground
0: troops though a bunch of troops and vehicles mm, and they're still having a good old fight so Epps calls in for air support since no air support showed up and they know now they know that sam is on his way like one of them has seen him but he's 600 meters out and this soldier has an either australian or english accent i'm not sure why but either way there it is and uh but yeah the decepticons are moving in too so
1: uh this was literally in my note here a lot of slow-mo running a lot of explosions a lot of shia screaming my god he screams a lot in this movie
0: and yeah, he and Michaela get pinned down and the army moves in to try and get them and, uh, they managed to get to Lennox, and he Lennox is like, to Sam, is like, wow, look who decided to show up. Yeah.
1: and <laughs> Sam right away wants to know where Optimus is, Lennox points him out, like he's across this way. There's a distance
0: to get mm, to him. He's right over there. And then uh, Jetfire arrives to help everybody <laughs> yeah. out. But rather than landing, he transforms and basically crashes. And uh, he's like, oh, I'll show you how we brought the pain back in my day, boy. He just <laughs> rips one Decepticon apart. But then our old buddy Scorponok is back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. See, I like, this is, there were so many new Transformers, Autobot and Decepticon, that I started to zone out in that, that every time I saw somebody like a, a, a familiar face, I it made me happy. Even when, I'm going back here, but when they go into Simmons' little bunker down under his deli and you see um, Frenzy's face. Oh, like, that's what he, that was! Okay, he kept, yeah. Yeah, he
0: kept Frenzy's head. It's still a bit radioactive. About yeah,
1: him. yeah. That made me smile. So, yeah, seeing Scorpionock here, I was like, yay! I, I know him! I know that one! And they have a hell of a fight. oh yeah. Scorpionok wounds the shit out of Jetfire, but Jetfire basically crushes Scorpionok's skull. <laughs>
0: yeah, and then he's like, oh, "I'm too old for this crap." Yeah. So I, I guess he's still alive. And meanwhile, Devastator is still having the pyramid down and we can see the weapon inside it now and he's uh and then oh, this is yeah, the scene you mentioned. Simmons is now directly below Oh yeah. Devastator and there's two wrecking balls hanging and Simmons even says I'm directly below the scrotum of the enemy <laughs> nothing like, subtle about it oh my
1: god uh, and i'm sure there's somebody who listens to this that works in construction is like you know what those are there's actually this thing for when you do a concrete pour blah 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 blah. but it, it no it's not it was like yeah.
0: the 3d animators were It'd be told funny to if make that's balls. what they, they actually called that uh, again in the construction industry yeah <laughs> that's just the nuts that's, truck nuts. that's <laughs> real <laughs> truck nuts day anyway
1: uh so oh, simmons calls into that navy captain again gives him exact coordinates and the navy aims their railgun fires and kills Devastator despite the curvature of the Earth. <laughs> yes,
0: like it just blows him up. That was a callback to one of your rants there, Paul. Well, but, well, yeah. You need to be a couple hundred uh, miles in the air. Well, go. at least it's, a railgun is a ballistic weapon, right? It's not a directed energy weapon, so like the gravity would affect it a little bit. But either way, yeah, boom Devastator gets blown apart and falls down the pyramid and. Meanwhile, uh, the bomber that uh, Lennox called in with the the two-ton bombs is still on the way.
1: Yeah, there's kind of a funny uh, uh, scene here where—is um, this the bit where they're in the—yeah, they're in the orange uh, smoke— and Lennox, or Epps is like, we're going to want to run because I, I told them to shoot for the orange smoke. And Lennox
0: looks over to his side. He's yes. like,
1: you mean this orange smoke? He's like, yeah, it's not my best throw. And, and the they smoke is coming it. in at them. Again, there are brief moments of hilarity in this movie.
0: Yeah, so they're running for it. And the, the Air Force, like the F-16s, I guess they are, uh, strafe the place. And then this <laughs> bomber flies in, whatever kind of plane this is. And just... Carpet bombs the whole village. And Sam gets
1: separated from the group somewhere in this run, and uh, its explosions abound. And uh, Sam, because he is a cartoon... A bomb blows up behind him and he somehow cartwheels into the air. Yep. He goes flying and Michaela tries to run and, to and him. like props to the stunt person. Holy shit. That was a hell of a, like, I don't know how, how you didn't throw up as you got spun around four times in the <laughs> yeah. air before you hit the ground, but what <laughs> a hell of a stunt.
0: Yeah. And Michaela tries to run to Sam, but uh, Lennox is like, no, no, no. Like he's holding her back. Like there's nothing you can do for him. And uh, then it looks like the army manages to take down Megatron, and it looks like he retreats. Yeah, he flies off. So uh,
1: Mikhail and Lennox reach Sam, who's dead. He's totally dead. Uh, Keep in mind that he's dead, so he went to heaven. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But uh, I think the area is secured now, it seems, because Megatron's gone.
0: And this is, uh, I think, the first and only F-bomb in the whole movie. Michaela basically screams at Lennox to fucking do something. Oh, right. And he starts CPR, yeah. I love that. Uh, so they do, uh, and oh, and all the Matrix dust falls out of the bag. Well, I, mean, I think it gets blown out in the downdraft because there's this that. medical helicopter flying over and then the medics get here and they get the AED paddles Oh, and, out, and, and, and Ron and Judy are here for some reason. <laughs> yes, and Michaela uh, finally gets to Sam and she tells his dead body that she loves him. and
1: screams it
0: Mm -hmm. and And they
1: use this is i know everybody points out when this is is wrong but it's blatantly wrong here is they use the paddles to try to restart sam's heart that's not it's to regulate a heartbeat but then sam wakes up somewhere and immediately assumes
0: he's dead he's staring into the bright light and now the primes are here and one of them talks like Bulkhead from Transformers Prime. Was it actually the voice actor of who did Bulkhead? I don't know that guy's voice, uh, the voice actor off the top of my head, Kevin Michael Richardson, I want to say, but uh, but it, it's definitely the same guy. And uh, they tell Sam, like, the Matrix, uh, don't worry about it. It's not something you find. It's something you earn. So take it to Optimus. It's your destiny and always has been. The tap dance okay. shoes were never magic. The magic <laughs> was within you all along. Pretty much. And uh back in reality, I guess Sam sits up and beside him the dust reforms into the matrix. So, hey, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a
1: minute. So is this movie telling us that like primes are the what, the gatekeepers of heaven? Their god is Or they can or do we go to the transformer afterlife when we die? Had,
0: dead aliens to them back to to life
1: yeah like, like what what well, those are dead primes sam had died it is to be assumed that he went to the afterlife what the fuck was transformers doing is oh jesus christ are there
0: wookies there as well <laughs> fuck this movie this fucking movie where are we sam sam wakes up uh sam He gets the matrix because it reforms, and he finally tells Michaela he loves her, and uh, grabs the matrix, and he climbs onto Prime's chest and just stabs him with it, like the like war cry, stabs him with it, and Optimus's eyes light up. (gasps) Ooh, yeah, he starts
1: to get up, and then I I think it was the fallen. So okay, I legitimately started to get confused here because I they were doing a lot of fast cuts of what I think was the Fallen space bridging in and out and like attacking and stealing stuff. And, and then I couldn't tell if it was Megatron or the Fallen. Yeah. What I think happens is that the Fallen bridges in, grabs the Matrix of Leadership, bridges out and goes to the
0: pyramid. Yeah, he gets to the weapon and puts the key in the ignition. Uh, b- before that, though, Jetfire kind of peeks over the wall. So he is still alive, but badly wounded. Oh, boy. And he can't believe he's seeing a living prime.
1: Yeah, that was kind of neat. Like if, if this movie had any emotional oomph, that would have been a great scene. It does and it wasn't <laughs> so nest like turns on the fallen and starts
0: opening fire on him yeah and i th- then apparently the fallen like has gravity power well yeah i have a, a jedi as telekinesis because he picks up a bunch of army vehicles and rocks lifts them into the air and then just drops them back down with a bunch of rocks
1: anyway so jet fire then i guess he's gonna die but he says yeah. optimist use my parts and like rips out
0: his own spark i think well he's like i've never done anything in my life that was worth doing yeah so here take this and give them what for? And now Optimus is Super Thing. Yeah, he does. Yes. Yes!
1: Uh, so he became Super Thing. All of Jetfire's parts just like ka-chunk yes.
0: all, all la latch onto Optimus and he's got wings and jetpacks now and he flies off. Yeah, and then some uh F-22 Raptors fly in, but again, the Fallen smashes them with rocks he's like controlling with the force of telekinesis, and but then Optimus just flies in tackles them and as they're falling down uh he blasts this weapon destroying it yeah and then okay so
1: this fight in the ground i f- I don't know who he started with first because when they're moving fast megatron and the fallen kind of look the same yeah they do uh with with optimus and the autobots they're all a unique color and that works
0: yeah all the decepticons are silver it seems except there's one very conspicuous green one in a lot of the fighting here too
1: oh is there okay uh, anyway uh, n- Optimus fights Megatron, who honestly kind of goes down like a bitch. Like, mm. he just, he does not put up a fight and gets his ass kicked and then starts
0: sc- sc- crying for Starscream. Well, a- at one point, again, with back with the faces, Optimus blows half of Megatron's face off. Point yeah. blank.
1: Because <laughs> when he's calling for Starscream, he's like, Starscream! Like, his jaw is <laughs> hanging off. That happens, and then he gets into a fight with the Fallen,
0: and the- mm. Jesus Christ. It's Totally one-sided. He's just beating the living shit out of him. And he tells the Fallen, you picked the wrong planet, brother. Yeah, he,
1: like, it is masochist, masochistic. Yeah, masochistic. Uh, there's, okay, there are two quotes I had to write down. One is, give me your face. <laughs> and then after he rips the Fallen's face... Face off. He says, I rise, you fall.
0: Variation.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Megatron and Starscream see this, and Starscream's like, You know what, Megatron? I would never call you a coward, but sometimes cowards survive, and he flies off. And Megatron, who is also missing an arm now, says, doesn't say anything but he he transforms and flies after him so optimus emerges from the battle He
1: shirks off the parts yeah, of uh, just his, falls his, off or he yeah ejects just it or drops something. it in the ground hell yeah there's your corpse <laughs> uh, sam and michaela hug and slow-mo there's a lot of slow-mo shots everybody's fine my note was apparently sam told michaela he loves her but i totally missed that <laughs> And then he Ron is. and Judy are in shot for some reason and they're running for a group hug and Simmons and Leo show they up show for some up reason. They
0: covered in dust. And yeah. now on the deck of an aircraft carrier, they're all just standing out in the flight deck. Optimus, uh, thanks Sam for coming back for him and, Sam's like, well, thanks for believing in me.
1: That's pretty much it. Oh, there's a voiceover by Optimus. Oh, and then
0: there's a quick, like, post-credit scene with- Yes, because I remember that in the last time we did this, I didn't watch it. This time, I'm like, oh, shit, yes, I got to keep watching. So So I I watched this one.
1: uh, Wait, I watched this one, and um, it was, I was like, okay, that was kind of dumb. There'll be a good one, like, after the credits. And I, like, kind of, you know, three-speeded up through the credits. Nothing. And it was just this dumb scene of him returning to
0: astrology class. Yeah, and the professor calls him Professor Einstein. Christ. Yeah. I'm glad you could join us.
1: Well, Paul, what did you what what did
0: you think? Uh, I I remember the first time I saw this in two thousand nine. I for, it wasn't in the theater. I remember that I rented it or something, but uh, I I, could, I couldn't even finish it. I just rage shut it off in that scene where Alice transforms the tail out of her. Like fuck this. But there's a lot of stuff in here that is, it's for the birds. Like it did not, that entire college thing did not need to be there. But th- there's a lot of fun stuff in it too, though.
1: There is. I, and I think I said somewhere in, in this uh, reviewer, like in the last one, part one, when it's just action on the screen, it's a lot of fun. Michael yeah. Bay really knows how to shoot that. Everything, with the exception of maybe three, maybe four shots that didn't age well, special effects wise. Yeah. Um Everything looks really good, and the action's a lot of fun. It's spastic, and, like, I I would not want to have epilepsy and watch this movie. No, or any Michael Bay movie. Really. uh, But it's—as soon as they try to get into any story direction, it just just screams— 18 page outline <laughs> it, it, there were a lot of like it, you know what for some reason that's all i gotta say is for some reason
0: well yeah and, and some characters had far more scenes than they needed to for some reason like uh i think we even said this about the first movie is like ron and judy are in it way more than they need to be oh, yeah. like send sam off to school and he's at school and that's fine and, and that's it they're done like don't worry about them But at the same time, though, it was kind of nice seeing uh, Lennox and Epps again like that. They were cool characters from the first one. So it was like, yeah, they're back.
1: Yeah, they brought back. I mean, it was really good at bringing people back. It's going to be weird because I think it's like the, the next one has Shia LaBeouf, but not Megan Fox, I think and then the one after that, that's when Marky Mark starts coming in. Right. So <laughs> it's, Walker. it's going to be weird when like, I don't get the
0: I've... good vibration. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs>
1: like, like I kind of a little cared about Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox in this, although she seemed bored and then he just screamed a lot. It was like every, everybody just did the most base one dimensional version of their character. And, and nobody, nobody, everybody phoned it in. The story was not there it didn't make any sense how they got from a to b to c the action was fun the effects were awesome uh i would not honest to god this paul this is the worst transformers movie we've in my opinion <laughs> that we've watched so far.
0: I, I would agree with you on that i mean i found a little bit of fun in some of it but yeah it is it is not a good movie by any means do do not recommend
1: no, I, do. I don't I do recommend either. Uh, so eventually we'll do, uh, what's the next one? Dark of the Moon, I think.
0: Dark of the Moon, I think. I've never seen that one. So yeah, th- this is the last one I saw half of until today.
1: I think that's the one where either Stanley Tucci or Kelsey Grammer show up. I don't know. All right. Uh, Well, um, hey, hey, you know who showed up this one? I'm going to give a shout-out to Yellow Dog Brewing Company. The Play Dead IPA is fucking wow.
0: Yeah, I get the Propeller India Pale Ale going here. It's a Nova Scotian uh, microbrewery. This
1: is is a British Columbian one. All right. Uh, what do we do with the thing with you? Um, the find us on the Twitter. I'm at John Sobey and Paul is at McPherson one
0: Yeah, and make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you're listening to us with. And make, why don't you tell us on Twitter what your favorite IPA is and uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know.
1: You can tell them the combined old episodes of the Transformers Netbreakers podcast show at transformersnetbreakers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on Transformers!
0: See you later. Ah. Ah. Look! It isn't even dented! Oh shit, what are we doing?